0: so guys we've been going back and forth for the past three days trying to figure out what the intro to this podcast How is to gonna start be. this podcast like it's crazy because i'm just like let's just do it typically i'm cautious about everything compared to mo over here but i'm like fuck it let's just do it and mo is like i want to get this perfect <laughs> intro and i'm like guys there's no perfect intro it's just like let's just do it right so here goes Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Hey, Stella. Yeah. I find Give me wine, me, me. I so, guys, like. very random intro. Okay. Stella, our homegirl, most cousin, my cousin by default, yeah. since we're sisters, yeah. just walked in. Haven't seen her in over a year. Nope. And this is... It's almost a year, right? It's, it's, it's a, a year. year. Exactly. So it's it's a, a year. Actually, this is my... This is our anniversary. Yeah, since we last saw each other. Yeah. yeah, since we last saw each other last year. Since last year. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm visiting here. Houston, Texas. Texas.
1: Oh, yeah. For okay. a month.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For a month. Can chill with my homegirl. Yeah. Family members. And obviously rejuvenate get out of the nigerian madness i live mm-hmm. in lagos nigeria get out of the nigerian madness lagos is crazy life has been lifeing. life life has like, been yeah, like i need a break so oh that's the name of our podcast life yeah is lifeing. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Really yeah yeah so it was a podcast that we were just randomly talking and we were just basically venting to each other and we're like damn and jeff happened yeah. to be in the room and jeff is like y'all should just do this like Ex- exactly so. i think i think life is lifing is literally just us talking about like all the shit that happens in life like mm. just Sometimes, you know, you go straight and then a curveball, life just smacks you to the left. So, like, that's what this is about. It's just talking about, like, the struggle, our life, mm-hmm. being a little bit more transparent about real life shit. You know, not mm-hmm. sugarcoating it, not telling you what Instagram wants to tell you, but really mm-hmm. telling you the the real shit. Because when we have conversations, we always go really deep and just talk about, yeah. like, real shit. And we come up with solutions, too, and like, just to help us navigate life better. So that's what this podcast is all about. It's really just... Talking about life be life mm-hmm. like all the shit that happens. And not all the solutions work, but you learn a, li- a thing or two, Sucks. but not all the solutions. In fact, sometimes it probably even gets worse, Well, <laughs> you learn a thing or two and be P- like, yeah. P- PSA, move at your <laughs> own risk. <laughs> honestly, honestly, honestly. Yeah, awesome. Bro. So that's kind of the intro to this podcast and how we started. It's just two best friends who just want to talk about life and all the craziness that happens and hope you guys enjoy this and join us on our journey so yeah so that is the intro to our new podcast so just a little background i'm mo i live in america and um i'm nigerian and I have been here for, I think, over 20 years, maybe 20 15 years? to 20 years. Mm-hmm, yeah, I've been here for a long time years. since high school. So I'm kind of an immigrant, but second de- second generation. Mm-hmm. And um, we, I went to, so wait, okay, and you. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, Your yeah. intro. I'm Mo. <laughs> also Mo. <Come> Mo. <laughs> and I, lived, I live in Nigeria. I live in Lagos, Nigeria. Um, I moved back about eight years ago. I, li- I used to live here. Um, I moved back after college. I didn't think I could ever, ever live here anymore. Um, I'm more of a visitor here yeah. than a resident. And she's more of a resident in Lagos. I mean, she finally visited Lagos after how many years? Four years. Guys. Four no, years. it's more than four years. It's more than here, four years? It's more than four years. It was like five. Like five six. years. Let's mark it from the time Damala got married. That was That's the last true. time we visited. And they're like five years. Yeah. yeah so, so it was so about five, years. five six yeah. years and she eventually came and that's when um at one point in time my mom thought we were in a relationship <laughs> i mean my mom my dad her mom a couple of my aunts we, they all thought we were in a relationship even just my sister of, just thought we were of how in a relationship we are i mean and you know <laughs> actually we are you remember that time in when when we spent that christmas in jersey and we're like, if we need, if by the time we're thirty, we're single, oh, we'll get wait, married. Wait, 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 wait. No, let's give some back. Oh, let's, let's give, give some give, context yeah, into okay. this. So let's talk about our relationship, okay? Like really quickly, right? Okay. So, Dupa and I, our families have been so. Okay, actually, my mom and dad introduced Dupa's mom and dad to each other. So basically, we were destined to be best friends. Our lives have been intertwined <laughs> since. So, twi- and when we were six. young, exactly. And when we were younger, our families used to travel. To, together. Like Christmas, we spent every summer and Christmas together. Mm-hmm. So, summer, okay, so this is the crazy part. So, my family is Christian, her family, family is Muslim. Muslim. So, in the summer, I would go over to her house for summer and literally we'll go to like Muslim Arabic school, like Bismillah Rahim. Like, literally, mm-hmm. I'm learning how to do the prayers, yep. I'm learning Arabic, and then during Christmas. Her family and her, her sisters would come over to my house, mm-hmm. and then we go to church. And then, and we go then your to mom would be screaming that we are all running late. We she enter the minivan. We gotta and get go. to church. My mom, my mom actually traded we'll her van be for that, a that, minivan, what's, what's a quest minivan, that, minivan right just because of just because of all, <laughs> all the kids that will come home to my house for Christmas, mm-hmm. and we kind of just you know, and then we no, we didn't even go to school together. So I ended up leaving in high in sec in, in, high, in high school. And to then, America, and because I was such a great student, and because I did well, and I was a great example to all the all the people after me, then her parents then sent her over I said, to the school oh yeah, as well. <laughs> be, Moya has been there. Moya, oh yeah, follow. Yeah, exactly. So like we've literally been, and then and then we went to college. She went to college in Kentucky. I went mm-hmm. to college in New York. But regardless of the distance, we just always saw each other, hung out with each other, traveled to see each other, mm-hmm. and that's the that's like the. The base root of our relationship, our our friendship and um, sisterhood, our sisterhood. So the cool thing about it is that Dupe has three sisters and I also have three sisters, but she's the first in her sisterhood and I'm the last in my sisterhood. And the weirdest part is our sisters. Like we can literally, so the middle bones we can are match the everybody. <laughs> the middle bonds, the middle sisters are the same. My younger sister, my immediate younger no, no. sister, my no, 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 immediate no. older sister older. have similar personalities. Annoying, annoying, frustrating, frustrating, and, stressful. Oh my god, stressful self-centered I hate, I, we hate that we love the them. world revolves around them <laughs> the world revolves but we can't we can never no, tell them no for some reason but exactly and they, we come, ne- they come and we're like shipping you used to do this thing too you used to do this they'll be like i eh, am so what i'm yeah. like you know you know entitled you'll be like you'll be like if i do this thing to you now you'll be shouting they'll be like since when did i do this and i'll be like do you remember when and be will be like <laughs> so big, yeah, they're very entitled. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we love them, but we hate that we love them. But we yeah. love them, right? but we love them. Yes. So the, that's the middle, and then my last born, ha last born, and my and first, first born, born are like Zen. Are like very similar as well. They're like the calm. brains of the family. Yeah. I don't know about calm though, but they be lit. Uh, Mobileye is calm. Though. Okay. okay. D- Mobileye mm, like is calm. Domi can be calm. Dumi is just. It's just like if electric electrication just comes in. Then the spark, then the spark is wild. That's true, and um, but they are very like the brains of the family. They're yeah. the smart ones. They're the ones that they be like, the ones that can't you actually be get like you to think? Because when you're on a roll and like, you're just going, 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 so it's weird because we both have, like, I'm a Capricorn, she's a Leo, and like, but our similarities, our personalities are very similar. Because, because once we signs. once we get out, so we just go, 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 go. But then by the time we talk to them, they get us to pause and think. Or um, revisit our how thought process and everything. The way I use my older sister is I go to her for everything mm-hmm. that has to do with work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like anything serious. That's who we turn to. So mm-hmm. like if you have an essay you want to read, you go to her. Mm-hmm. If you have like a letter. Uh, what's that thing when you get a job? Cover letter. Offer a letter. And you want to like make sure you're negotiating. negotiating you know, that's who you go to. Mm-hmm. She's... They're so like, I go to Bella ne- for negotiation. My because like she's, she's a lawyer, yeah. and you know she likes money, so she be like negotiate, <laughs> her. You negotiate, negotiates. yeah. And then Mobala, like to be honest, I don't, I don't really use my younger sister. I don't utilize her enough, like, but she's very <laughs> good when it comes to like essays, reading, and stuff like that. Um, my older sister, so, I yeah. use, the, I use the shit out of her. Yeah, in fact, I'm, I'm closer to my older sister than my middle sister i love yeah. but then my older sister thinks i love my middle sister more than her to be honest i love them separately in their own different ways but i think i'm closer to my older sister because that's who i would tell like i run to for everything i'm closer to unf- i don't want to say unfortunately but i'm closer to biola than i am to Mobola. so third because second then second first. and third yeah because um i guess also because we live together we're in the same country, we live in the yeah, same home yeah, yeah. and it everything. So it's weird because like even if you come into the house, like an outsider comes into the house and sees our relationship, they'll be like, What the fuck? <laughs> like <laughs> but, people have asked me, they're like, like, are you guys fighting? I'm like, no, we're not fighting, but that's just how our relationship is. Awkwardly sisterly. Cause yeah. there are times because <clears throat> our personalities are so different. And Biola is so stuck in her world and I guess I, I'm stuck in mine. I relate. And you know, <laughs> when when sometimes you're like, oh, Biola, like you, Catch your brain now. How far? <laughs> be like just be stuck in a world. So you know, you know everybody. what's crazy is that. Similarly, mm-hmm. I grew up with Pageu than me mm-hmm. I grew up with my second, yeah, because because my, first... my sister was in London and then LA. Yeah. While me and Peju were in Nigeria together, we were in New York together. I think that's why they take us for granted and because we we're the nice is. ones, he and, and they just and they just be he acting crazy, yeah. but. But anyway, we love them either way. But mm-hmm. um so what's it like growing up with two sisters? Like being all girls. Do you feel like that influenced your relationship with men or like do you think what what do you think the impact of growing up with women was? Um hmm It's interesting because I grew up in a household where my dad is very enabling. So When you look at the Nigerian culture where, you know, you're growing up, especially from a privileged home, um, your parents are telling you what you got to do. You have to study medicine. You have to study law. I mean, if you look at my family, like most of my uncles, my dad's siblings are, my mom is an only child. Most of my dad's siblings, you know, they're either studying law or finance or whatever. And I just woke up one morning and said, oh, yeah, my dad studied political science. So I guess I'm going to study political science in school, right? one syndrome. It's first. That's what it is. <laughs> because, you know, there was a syndrome. point in time where I wanted to walk that path my dad did, you know. And I felt like at one point it influenced some of my decisions because I was like a tomboy. Um, and I was so much of a daddy's girl. And I was always there readily available. Like compared to my mom, if my dad should call me, I'll drop everything. And, I mean, he's the ATM, he's the, (laughs) you know, the love of my life, the first love of my life, you know, and that kind of thing. And my mom, my mom is more disciplined, you know, she's more of a disciplinarian than my dad. My favorite auntie. Um, -hmm. (laughs) and, (laughs) and even though, like, um, um, she's more family driven, so, while we were abroad, and we usually came home for Christmas and everything, my mom will make sure that everybody, you know, you were around then, mm-hmm. right? Everybody, no matter where you are, if you're on the mainland, if you're on the island, if you are in one party, whatever happens, be home by 7 p.m. for dinner. For dinner! On <laughs> Finley, <laughs> so- 7 to 9 p.m. every day, dinner. If you miss it, you're in trouble. You're gonna receive one or two lectures. My mom will start with the lecture and my dad will just support. Support. You know, because he too, he's either coming from work or going to the club or going to, you know, catch up with his friends. He, was part, of he was part of, so part of the So he was obligated <laughs> to show up, you know, that kind of thing. And if my dad, and the thing about it is that if my dad is not around, yeah. nobody eats. And that's the problem. So yeah. we're all hungry. It's funny, <laughs> I experienced that living with your parents because, mm-hmm. you know, um, like we said, we're very close. So I lived with them for, I think, a year. I know it was, it was a long a period of time. And honestly, I used to, I think, so I grew up in a single household. So we didn't really get that family, mom, dad, kids, sit down mm-hmm. on the table, have dinner, eat, eat, eat. Mm-hmm. My mom was entrepreneur, busting her ass, you know, mm-hmm. getting, making sure that she, we, the kids, had everything we ever wanted. Your mom so, was always the life of the party. My mom was the life of the She did everything. She yes. was like a walk. Walk, uh, play even what li- like you know what I <laughs> it's pray love and for me was it enjoyment alone that, that's and my juice, mom at juice, at parties, exactly. And just a party exactly love it so my mom was the fun mom you know and then um. When I lived with back to that, but when I lived with your parents for mm-hmm. a bit, I remember like literally at seven o'clock we come downstairs, we all sit at the table. The cook will serve, will basically put set up the Spread. table for like three of us plus two extra because a guest always came. Oh, yeah, somebody's <laughs> friend would, was coming. And the funny thing is, we'll sit down and talk about. Everything, everything from politics nothing. to life to everything. In fact, life was life for them, too, at yeah. that point. Yeah. So they would talk about everything. And I remember like going to work the next day. And then like when the CEOs and the MDs are having conversations, mm-hmm. Mita, I know this thing. You I'm like, pimples. yeah, you know the government, blah, blah, blah. I are like, wow, she's so smart. Not knowing it was all table talk like the night before. But now your, your mom is very family-oriented mm-hmm. for sure. She mm-hmm. loves that family thing or whatever. Yeah. But um, as three girls, right, it was interesting because, I mean, my dad... He had three girls and coming, you know, when you look at the Nigerian culture and they're like, you have to give birth to sons and all that. I I respect my dad a lot because he, he actually has a mind of his own. You know, he's very independent um, and he's not dependable on anybody. So there's yeah. like, there are a couple of things, even though it doesn't look like sometimes he's like... Babe, so fun now, like, <laughs> what's going on with your life? You know, I see the things he does, I see the things my mom does, too, yeah. like they do, and you know, it kind of has an impact. It may not necessarily <clears throat> seem important right now, or it may not necessarily relate to me right now, or it may not necessarily be a lesson I might need to implementing in my life right now, but it's something that, like you know, I put at the corner of my head. I'm like, okay, yeah, this can work in the future. Um, there's no pressure for me. Um, I guess more being the first of three girls, I tend to put more pressure on myself. So when they say life is life, in right, it's that pressure I constantly put on myself because I know I have to step up to the plate. You know, no matter what, I have to be. I have to be Tunde and Kemi Durosimi's daughter. Whenever I walk First into any born, room, you bee. understand, I have to represent the family. I have to, you know, make sure, you know, when I was yeah. in school, there was something that my mom always told me at the end of every call. I don't know how to say it in Yoruba, God forgive me. <laughs> but in English, it means um, remember from the remember the family, family from which you come from. from. Yeah. And, you know, that really stuck to me. And even up to now, even though sometimes life be laughing, I'll mean, I be doing the fuck whatever I want. I still kind of remember because it tends to limit my engagement and it tends to um, help me make better decisions because I'm like, damn, if I do this now, will he come back and bite me in the future? Or if my parents hear about it, will they have a heart attack? I mean, Mm -hmm. there was a time they remember, they found out that I was, I. All right, so yeah, we're (laughs) going (laughs) to me out of this for real quick. Listen, you guys are so (laughs) comfortable. No, so I was gonna say drinking. So, wait, I want to actually kind of touch, put a touch point on that. Funny enough, I didn't grow up with a dad, Mm -hmm. you know, in the house or whatever, but like your dad was always very instrumental in my life, Mm -hmm. like very father Mm figure. I remember thinking, like, you know, just watching the way he would be, like, because Christmas, no, not Christmas, like when I would be in your house, just the way he would treat. Even me as the... I think you got the most out of my dad when the time you lived with my parents. No, I did, but like even when I was younger, like yeah. when would, when I would come for mm-hmm. like holidays and stuff, just yeah. seeing the way your dad was with like his girls, seeing mm-hmm. the way he was with the family. Mm-hmm. Like I just always was like, wow, I can imagine what it's like to have a dad. Like that's mm-hmm. amazing. But one thing I wanted to touch on was what I really loved about your dad and mm-hmm. your mom too, but your dad specifically was that he always took me in as a daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when I would come to you, like, come hang out. Mm-hmm. With guys. He did, like, the littlest things, but he probably thinks it's so little, but it was the biggest things for me, I mean, you know? TD is a very sarcastic thing. No, what, I, what I mean is, like, what I even mean is, like, for example... If I was with you guys and he was giving like everybody Christmas money. Mm-hmm. He, like, you know, oh, you we all came back for holidays and then we're all at your house. He would like give you, give, and then give me. And yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't know I was gonna get it too. Like he always treated me yeah. like a daughter. If I needed even my first job in Nigeria, your dad got me the job. Like I remember I was literally just venting to him about like, yeah, I'm trying to work at this company, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, Oh. I know this person. I can hook you up. And literally within a week, I was interviewing, got the mm-hmm. job. Like your dad was so instrumental in my life that like love to hear. Yeah, it. he love definitely like he, he definitely put that father figure, like what a husband or what a what a dad should be like in mm-hmm. my head because mm-hmm. I didn't grow up with that. I grew up mm-hmm. in a house with only women, my mm-hmm. mom and my three mm-hmm. sisters. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the one of the really father figures that I saw. Mm-hmm that I was like, damn, I want something like this. Even your mom, mm-hmm. your mom literally taught me, her and Auntie Kemi mm-hmm. taught me how... Oh, sorry. It said D&D. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So your mom and your mom, Auntie Kemi, of course my mom as well, mm-hmm. but like my aunties, so they taught me what it's like to have, to make a house a home. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just very... Your, I'll never forget, your mom <laughs> will literally... Every, those trinkets no, and no, the knickknacks. No, every every season, she changes... All oh. the decoration <laughs> in the house, and guess what? I do that too. Like literally in the summer, I'm like, okay, I need brighter colors. All the oh, knickknacks. All Let me change curtains. my pillows, the curtains. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, my mom is the one. It's like, she has me like when you when when I see you put a cup on the table, I'm like, don't you have custa? Like, where's the coaster? Yeah, her mom. Like, her mom was really so like. Just the, you know, very fact, influ- I mm-hmm. really love your family. Like I feel like of course I'm yeah, I, I call love my you guys I call too. myself like I'm part of their family in the same way you guys are blended. Blended family, exactly. exactly. Yeah, because we all yeah, it's been an amazing journey, honestly. Like we've done so many family and, trips and the amazing together. thing and the amazing thing is that our moms are very similar, similar. <laughs> Oh, my god. It was you so know, funny. No, 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 it no. was so funny. I was coming when I was coming, I was like Moyo, can you... I was like Mooyo, you won't call me. You won't just randomly because she was like you know um please um help me go to lucky to pick up something i said and tell me the airport she's like okay safe trip yeah our parents our parents <laughs> treat us like they're kids like- yeah but the funny thing about our moms is that they are both Pisces. They are literally like days yeah, apart. Yeah, they're 5 and 6. They are days My mom is six. Her mom's, mom's the 6. And yeah. they are so identical. That's why I believe in yeah. I, I believe in um Destiny, I believe in, in, Destiny, in, in, in like uh, in uh, zodiac signs yeah. because they have very very similar, similar personalities. They're six. very different because my mom is more of an extrovert. extrovert your than mom's than an introvert. introvert yeah. But in terms of like the way they treat they uh, so, mothering, like, the way they their mothering is very very identical. Yeah. And like while your mom is an extrovert and my mom is an introvert. They they are similar. Their personalities are very very the same. The only difference is that your mom is more outspoken than yeah. my mom. My, my mom tends to observe more than that. Um, yeah. Speak. No, up. My mom be my mom be like And then um, <laughs> after at the end of the day they just go out and convene. Exactly, when and they, I saw them together when they come for you, they come, they come, <laughs> they come hard, <laughs> they come <laughs> like nothing can save you when they come for you. Honestly, I'm speaking for we are both speaking from experience, I'm speaking from experience, yeah. I mean. but the, the good so for me, growing up in a household with women, mm-hmm. um, I think the way it has affected me is that it's taught me to be super independent. Mm-hmm. So, like, just watching the way my mom was growing up, like, my mom was like a superhero mom, like, mm-hmm. I always say that it's crazy how. I did not like when I hear other people, like other friends who grew up in like single households, like how they how they grew up. Mm-hmm. Like some of them had to go and live with their grandparents, some of them went to like BS schools, mm-hmm. like you know, crazy, crazy stories. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow, my mom literally shielded us from all of that. Because yeah. we went to like the best schools. Your mom is a strong. We used woman. to travel every summer. Yeah. We used to do all the things that people with mom and dad do. Just my mom just was doing mom. it for yeah. all three of us i should send you guys ab- like It it's it's one of the most difficult things i respect like the reason my respect for your mom comes stems from the fact that like it's not easy being a single mom in nigeria <sighs> not to talk of being a single mom in nigeria and sending all your kids abroad you know dollars you know dollars to, the, you know, dollars to yeah, london and to yeah, uk yeah. you know to london and to america to um get the receive the best schools and it's not like you were even in public schools in nigeria you are in the top even, you are in the top have, private even, schools in nigeria. For, even my mom's foresight you know like just knowing how important it is for your kids to have so good po- education, education regardless of whatever the circumstances yeah. are like i'm literally the same age as my mom when she had three kids and i don't have any kids and yeah. i'm just like how did she do it like right. I, even now having one i'm like i can't do it without a husband Uh, but you have to understand that the economy back then was different but i'm even saying just even the mindset of Mm -hmm. of having to think of three other people before yourself but Mm -hmm. yet she was able to think of us and still have a life like that's Mm -hmm. amazing that's Mm -hmm. superhero status in my opinion i mean it shows it shows how um powerful women can be Mm -hmm. and it's something that is constantly underestimated i mean Women are the backbone of society, but I mean, one of the things that we constantly do as women is that we sometimes stand in our own way.
1: Mm, so when we say
0: mm. life is life in, <clears throat> we be life in our lives ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because some of the decisions that we make are fears, our trauma, trauma. We let that we let that make the decisions, we let that influence the decisions that we make, which creates a, that kind of impact that we don't want so one of the things that we constantly have to do is to i I believe that one of the things and it's something i have um we've spoken about this many times that we constantly have to remind ourselves is that you know there's no life without fear right and you just got to go for it if you can't go for it like last last you feel you know and I recently discovered you know I mean we've always known that there's nothing wrong with feeling I mean all the self help books say it right, but it's easier is easier said than done you know you can speak, you can talk, you can give all the self help you can give all the best motivation and the best advice and everything, but if you don't act on those, if you don't actually practice it, it makes it difficult for you to even experience it or even give understand what people are people are saying when they're talking to you, yeah. I think one of one of the things for me with life is lifing is that I think two years ago or three maybe three years I did therapy for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. And I remember right before I got a therapist that year, I can't remember, was it twenty twenty or something? Mm-hmm. It felt like the world was closing in on me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird because life was getting better. Like, you know, maybe I got a new job. Maybe, like, you know, like, there was stability. Mm-hmm. But there were just so many things in my head. Like, mm-hmm. from either overthinking or trauma or whatever it was. That I mean, you've always was... had anxiety. No, my anxiety is on trying. another level. I agree. But, yeah, like, yeah. I remember at that moment, before therapy anyway, like, I just, I didn't have the the tools or the understanding of what was going on. I just mm-hmm. felt like... Like why am I always getting these curveballs? It's mm-hmm. like you know you get a good job, you're going, you're doing all your hard work, like everything is going smooth. You're making sure like you're top. Mm-hmm. They're giving you, you're seeing your performance reviews, all five stars. You know all these things. You're a superhero. Then one day life will just throw a curveball and they'll be like, oh yeah, we're letting you go. Why? Oh yeah, maybe the company doesn't have money anymore mm-hmm. or something. It's, it's not your fault. It's mm-hmm. not my fault. But mm-hmm. like curveballs be happening, and yeah. that's how like I remember that year. I don't think it was. I think it was 2019. Mm-hmm actually before stella okay so this is crazy so stella and i went on a trip i remember i jumped on your trip to cambodia and that was one of the reasons because that year i was going through the worst i had a fucked up roommate i had a work was crazy like things that i couldn't control like who would have known this girl i'd known she lived in another apartment i lived in another apartment in in, so you could talk you could talk she's just crazy (laughs) no she really was crazy like And I'd known her, like, you know, when you know someone Mm -hmm. in passing, like, you know, we talk, whatever. I would never have thought the girl was really Mm -hmm. crazy. And then I moved in with her. In my head, I was moving back to Jersey from Brooklyn. You know, it was a nice apartment. I was just like, oh, you know what? We have two bedrooms, two bathrooms, Mm -hmm. everything separated. But I'm telling you, everything was a problem. Like, I've never met. She said, oh, you took all the best clothes. uh, Closets. I remember all, all, all the best cupboards. Co- she said you have the best room because you have the bed, the room, and um, and in my in my in my room, More. and I was paying and I no, we were paying the same because it's the same exact size. The, 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 that apartment complex I think was they did it for roommate style, so mm-hmm. it's like everything is the same. One just has it in and one has it out. Mm-hmm. But she had the whole left side. I had the whole right side. I just had a door, and she had two doors, mm-hmm. and she literally. She was literally complaining that, like, oh, your room your room feels bigger. Oh, I have a boyfriend. So, you know, he has to walk. I'm like, but I, I'm not even outside. Like, what's the problem? And then when we were moving in, like, it was like she brought the couch. Mm-hmm. And then, no, I brought the couch. She brought the TV. And then she'll come and be like, well, it's my TV. I remember I got so mad one day. I went to Best Buy. And then she had like a fifty inch or something. I went to buy sixty five. <laughs> like I was that. I, I didn't try to get the newer one because I was just like the hell, like you know. But this was unpredicted mm-hmm. life, lifing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so, I remember that year. Just so many shit was going on. I was looking for an apartment. I broke my lease. I didn't even care. It was one of those things where I was just like, I will pay one million dollars to get the fuck out of this place. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with this mm-hmm. girl anymore. I was crying. And the thing is, I was trying my best not to be petty and do the kind of things that I would do to pay you my second sister <laughs> when she's annoying me. Like I was trying not to be, a, you know, like petty or angry or whatever. But you know, sometimes pettiness just, you know, makes you so happy that but it I was, solves, like, but, sometimes pettiness is needed, I think. Yeah. Like, mm. I get it. But so, But at this point, I just wasn't in the mood to be petty. I literally just wanted a happy life. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, things cannot be this difficult. Mm-hmm. So like that happened, work happened. I've, I've been mm-hmm. at jobs where like the layoff just happens mm-hmm. and you're just like, damn, I was literally pulling, putting my best foot forward, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, you get a boyfriend or you get a guy that you like, you're doing all the right things and all of a sudden he's not into you. And you're just like, damn, what I got to do to make this? Like, what? what is the problem? You know, and then you hear like all the guys, like all your guy friends and guys or whatever, they're like, Yo, you're so dope. You're so cool. Jim are like, like, everything is... Like, you're like amazing. Man, you're like, damn, you're Like, like if, you if, I, was so if I wasn't married, I'll come for you. Like, oh, if, I, you wasn't, if I wasn't this. And then, and then you meet this guy that you're, like, being the same cool with. Mm-hmm. And he's just not valuing you either. Mm-hmm. That's not your fault. That's mm-hmm. just life, right? Mm-hmm. So all these traumas get built up. All this overthinking. All this anxiety starts to come. And I felt like at that point, I was like, yo, I freaking need therapy. Like... I need to talk to someone, and you know, they're just personal, sorry, it's your thing, and they're just personal, they're just personal, personal things that I can't come to you every single day, I mean, most Mm -hmm. of these things you already knew about, but like, I can't come to you every day and vent about the same Mm -hmm. thing, so I ended up seeing a therapist, and I remember during that moment, like, she was really giving me, you know, like, I would talk to her about certain things, and then she kind of took me all the way back to childhood, right, Mm -hmm. to like, almost, like, breaking things down into, like, where did these traumas start from? Mm-hmm. Where did this anxiety start from? You know, whether work was through, like, career or whatever, mm-hmm. or, like, even if it was, like... So there's this bad, bad um, habit I have where I don't really... I find it really hard to get very close to people emotionally mm-hmm. because I always I have this mentality I used to have or maybe I still do I don't know but I so had much, this a little a <laughs> sprinkle a sprinkle while a sprinkle, everybody says a sprinkle, a sprinkle a sprinkle so I have this thing where like it's I better believe, it's where I believe better. everybody leaves. And I think that really limits me a lot in terms of decisions because I don't really get close to people because I just feel like either they will betray you or they mm-hmm. would disappear. And I used to think maybe it's daddy issues, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of you hear of daddy issues all the time. But personally I thought I had I thought that was a daddy issue, you know, growing up without a father. Mm-hmm. But during therapy I realized that it wasn't even daddy issues at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess if you never knew your like if you never lived with your dad, you can't really feel you his really absence, mm-hmm. right? So But what I realized was that, you know, there were times that, like, my mom would always take in, like, like, you know, like, a cousin from Ikurudu Mm -hmm. or whatever. They'll come stay with us for a while. My mom would take them to school. And, like, I would just wake up in the morning. Like, literally, they'll be with me in my house for, like, a year. And and I would just wake up one day, and they're gone. And I'm like, where's Kemi? Where's Olamide? Where, you know, like, where's this person? And literally, like, they're like, oh, she's gone back home to her mom. And like, there was no buys, there were no hugs, there were no like, okay, I'll see you when I come to Corridor to visit my grandmother, you know, like all that stuff. And that's where that trauma came from. So I think at a really, really young age was when I actually started blocking that closeness with people, right? Mm Where I was like, people always. Leave. I guess maybe I'm close to you because you just never left. You're constant. Well, in reality, me. but like it's just crazy how like sometimes these traumas, these life issues that we mm-hmm. deal with, actually start from way back, Childhood and you yeah. don't realize it until you actually stop to think and mm-hmm. like try to find, like, map it out to like where mm-hmm. it came from or whatever. So. I guess my point is just that, like life, really be lifing. and people really go through things through overthinking, through mm-hmm. trauma, through, through just, j- through just the craziness of unexpected um, events, right? And you realize that you're not, you don't, you you realize that you're going through this, and you don't, you also don't realize that that's exactly what's happening. So sometimes, like, I mean, it's necessary to just take a break, I think. I mean, people say that they'll go to the spa or they're doing the weekend getaway or that kind of thing. But that's, I think that's, it's... That's I think it's sense, gratification. Yeah, I think it's deeper than that. Um, one weekend doesn't solve it. One getaway doesn't solve it. Doesn't give you the enlightenment that you're looking for, the insight that you're looking for. I think you need to spend more... I think what people are typically try to avoid is spending more time with their, themselves to even trying to understand themselves how they arrived at certain decisions how certain decisions impacted their the rea- their reality you know the consequences and everything and i mean personally for me it's something that i have discovered or i am still discovering and have been going through the past almost a year there about um so it's 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 there's a lot. <laughs> life, it's a lot. Life be lifing. Right? For and, real. And it's, it's, it's it, be, it becomes it becomes interesting when you realize that your life is actually lifing. So the moment you realize that that's the moment you're aware of what exactly is happening and life is lifing and you know how you can avoid some certain situations when you're aware about it, it becomes easier to tackle and it becomes easier to um accept and handle because you are making more um you're making more um what's the word I'm looking for informed decisions you're making more informed decisions and um you're more aware of so, those around you so yeah because of the, because of their because of their awareness mm-hmm. you're able to deal with it better yeah yeah it's kind of like the situation I was just talking about mm-hmm. of of um the not feeling that what's that word uh of not letting people feel close to Mm -hmm. not getting close to people People. and how it affected my how it affected my my dating life for Mm -hmm. example is that i struggle struggle with Mm -hmm. being vulnerable Mm -hmm. and not just with guys even with friends you know i have a group of friends excel um where um shout out to excel I, i have a group of friends where um like they literally cracked me open mm-hmm. to be vulnerable like we'll have conversations like even when i would do therapy like they would tell me like oh talk to your therapist about this you know just being holding my hand mm-hmm. through the journey because there are certain things even with my therapist it's like i had to build that trust with her first mm-hmm. before i was able to even open up so i'm not really a vulnerable person because, because, because wait wait, wait, wait let you. me finish okay. i i wasn't i'm not a vulnerable person i wasn't a vulnerable person so mm-hmm. it was really hard for me to connect with people mm-hmm. very deeply mm-hmm. and I, of course now I'm, it's still a work in progress in terms of trying to express myself and mm-hmm. tell them how I feel but I guess bringing I mean tying it back to like being your own problem in mm-hmm. life is that like for instance that situation wasn't like it was it was something it was basically me overthinking things or mm-hmm. me coming to a conclusion of how to shield myself mm-hmm. from not being hurt mm-hmm. and then i blocked myself from getting blessings like throughout mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. life so far mm-hmm. you know so it's like having to unlearn it you mm-hmm. know the awareness to unlearn it and actually mm-hmm. become better and like expressing myself expressing how I feel mm-hmm. even with many things that like I've started to practice and mm-hmm. starting to and the weird thing now is that I actually enjoy being vulnerable like I, I, I enjoy telling people how I feel even mm-hmm. though it, it still gives me like the jitters and the butterflies mm-hmm. but like when I do it I notice there's a feel-good it feels a moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. From being honest with myself, right? And not sugarcoating things or not like yeah. brushing things off. Like, you know what? It is what it is. It is yeah. He's it's another like, guy. He can go get another one later. But instead, Literally. just being more like... At least I was honest and I shared how I felt. It's up to him to receive it mm. or not receive it. However, but at least... I feel good about yeah. being open. Yeah. Ironically enough, I don't think I ever told you this, but like during the time that you were going to therapy and you would talk to me about it, I it was a kind of like receiving second therapy. I never really went to therapy um, because I mean I I didn't think I needed it but well, clearly maybe everybody needs therapy i said that's what i was saying <laughs> clearly maybe i actually in in the long run we do need it we need, we need stella for this conversation stella it, right? where are you um, everybody needs therapy <laughs> so um it's something that but like i did receive secondary therapy from you based off of your experience and based off of what you told me your therapist did and also we've had some really insightful like we have a lot of conversations multiple conversations about different like aspects of our lives, right? And one thing, like, I think both of us arrived at at the same moment that you cannot really get through that, become aware, or even aware or get to that certain point, like if you're not really truly honest with yourself Yourself, in terms of how you reflect, in terms of how you react, in terms of even collecting feedback, in terms of even how you act or what you're expecting, what you're expecting from other people, um, the moment you stop being vulnerable and start, um, start creating vulnerability as opposed to actually being vulnerable, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. It kind of, it doesn't give you the real and quality relationship that you're really looking for or that you, that you really should have in life you know to live as an individual in today's society so that lack of honesty can stop a lot of opportunities from getting yeah, to you yep, um yep. Fact. career wise personal, personal relationships yeah. family relationships mm-hmm. and it's easy um to be honest i'm not a vul- i'm not a, a vulnerable person uh, out of in fact all you know it's interesting because um, I beg Moya, to differ. Moya, Moya is I beg to differ. No, 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 no. With certain, with certain people, it's interesting. I say it's interesting because you have been the bridge in some of my relationships, especially with my family. Um, primarily because, I mean, if they vex or if we're if we're clashing, I just tend, I just tend to step just, away. close off. I just tend to step away yeah. and leave the house for and just continue going out. Like I'll come home, crash, leave. You know that kind of thing. And she has been the bridge in my relationship because she's like, Okay, Auntie, you know, this is what I think. This is who she, Juppe this, is, this is who Dupe <laughs> is. You know, this is where she comes from. This is where she's coming from. This is how she feels. Or why don't you try this? And Moyo will be like, you know, your mom is coming from this. You should just calm down and listen to her. Just Take it as it is. Don't even say anything. Just take it. And when you're done, just, you know, go back and, you know, you yeah. know, it's easier said than done. It's hard, you know, but the moment, like, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's try it her way. And let's try it everybody's way since my way is not working. um, it It's still a bit bumpy because sometimes I still have to, like, remind. recall and, yeah. like, remind myself that, okay, I calm down, that things are, you know, just take it easy, you know? and um i think i'm still on that journey and i can tell you between over like when i tell you that i did not like i really did not start and join a lot of my relationships till like the past year and not like personal relationship but like overall relationship like my family with my friends um even my boyfriend recent boyfriend you know we're still exploring but like it gives me more confidence in my relationship because i realize that you don't necessarily have to change for people you know and if people can't accept you for who you are then what's the point so it's either like you just move on or i think i think with that so i used to get angry at people a lot because i'm like how can you not know? How can you be like this? Like, mm. why are you this way? Like, it's common sense, you know, mm. but I've started to understand. people well, you people to treat you how you treat them. Exactly. And that, that was me. But I think um, I've started to realize that sometimes you just, you know, you just get to know somebody for who they are. Mm. And then you make the judgment to yourself. Do I want to be friends with this person? Do I care to be around this person? What value or, is this person or, adding or to me? Even, 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 even if that too, but like also you just... And then how to manage the person as they are. Mm-hmm. So instead of trying to change them, oh, I think you should be more like this or you should do this. I'm just like, this is who this person is. This person is naturally a selfish person. So therefore, I'm never going to expect anything from this person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's how I think I've learned to cope with people and that's why I've... I've Started to keep more friends because mm-hmm. now I just literally will be like, you know, this is who she is. I get it. Mm-hmm. Now I know when, when to you come have to, to you, how to deal with the yeah. person. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that definitely has helped me a lot with relationships nowadays. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So one thing I would say is that like one of the, the amazing things that I don't even know how we do this is our long distance friendship. <laughs> So, we're miles away from each other. We're six hours. So, it's so funny. Call. Six hours. It's so funny. She's six You're hours, six hours behind. I'm six, six hours, hours ahead behind. of me. I'm six hours ahead. You're six yeah. hours ahead of me. But, but, but. It's so funny. Wait, let me finish. Right? Let me land. Okay, so, land. But, <laughs> land. But, when I tell you we talk so much and I still go to bed at my time at I, 10. she still goes, goes to, bed to bed at time. time. But we talk so uh, much and we're it's crazy how sync we are. Like you know uh yeah like our timing is crazy but we we make it work. We know when to call each other. Yeah. And you know it's so funny I tell I tell people like when I when I when I talk about moya, I'm like where's an amplified version of me. So they're like Amplified version. Amplified uh, version Amplified version. Oh no uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ah, uh, so the people that know me, they're like, ah, okay, <laughs> double, <laughs> double, wow, laugh. <laughs> well, <good boy. laughs> they're like, ah, <laughs> but no, like, so, like, it's interesting because, um, I've had friendships that have, you know, one of my Moya is my longest, my oldest friend, and my best friend. Um, I've had friendships that have been a bit shorter. And not as long, but it's interesting because being friends doesn't necessarily have to be difficult. It's more about understanding the person that you're friends with, exactly. right? You know, we could, There are certain times where we haven't spoken for days, and we'll t- we'll pick up the phone and call each other and continue from where we left off, like we spoke yesterday, like mm-hmm. nothing. There are times where we fought, and the next day, is that I'm going be like, oh yeah, sorry, we oh, are yeah oh, yeah, <laughs> or. Oh yeah, now you know Moya is more emotional nah, than I am. Moya, Moya is more <laughs> emotional than I am. She She's good. more of a lover girl than I am. She's more of a cuddle buddy than I am. She's more of a gum buddy than than <laughs> I am. You know, we can be in the car. I mean, we're in the car you loaded together. Moya came to sit down beside me. She's like, mm, I just want You know, buddy I like body heat. heat. <laughs> I'm a girl. But you know, but you know, but you know the <laughs> crazy thing is I do it with too. Like Pedro will literally be like, Moya Mo. I'm like no, no. like I wanna be heat. But it's so funny just when, just... when they can't find Moyo, it's mediocre. Yeah. Even in Nigeria, it's video But like, that's because going? that's because like we talk all the time. And I guess what I was trying to get to was that how are we able to keep our relationship so solid you know we're like even though with all the the time difference the far location i mean we don't mm-hmm. even see each other for a whole year but literally i can tell you everything about dupe that she's doing i can't even tell you where she is at the moment like mm-hmm. that's how close we are so like what do you think like for me i think what keeps that is that what keeps us grounded is is really more of the kind of conversations that we have together mm-hmm. yeah i think you know And that's why I'm really excited for this podcast. And there's no judgments. And that's why I'm really... no judgments conversation. Yeah, that's why I'm really excited about this podcast. Because really and truly, like, she and I, we really have our conversations are never really about, like, oh, let's, you know, like, surface level stuff. We always go deeper. And just, and always try to find a solution to, like, the problems we're having. I'm a very solution-driven person. And I feel like... Every time she and I talks, like Dupa will come to me. Ah, Mo, yo, dr, I'm already telling her five ways we can solve this issue. Mm-hmm. Your matter is my matter. Like, how are we mm-hmm. doing this? But I think we've um, what allows us to really maintain this friendship is is honesty. Mm-hmm. Like we're able to really speak about even the worst things. Like the worst things we can go through, girl. We got stories for days, and we chest and, and, then, like, and then we're ah. very honest with each other. There's sometimes, you know, Dupe will tell me things I don't want to hear. I might be angry to hear it. But like the moment I hang up, I'll think about it. I'll call her back. I'll be like, mm, you were right. But you know, mm, I'll do it. You know, like, and the same thing with her as well. Like mm-hmm. we have really, really deep, honest conversations. And that's what really solidifies our bond, I think. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. And, and, we and, didn't make it work. It's not, it's not work. We make it work. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not like work. Like it's, it doesn't take effort. Right, it's more of a your go-to person. Who is your go-to person? I'm like, ugh, last, last. If I'm dying, Muyo is the only person I'll call, even if she's in America. Exactly. Because I know that she will pick up my call. Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. And and you see me, you see her. That's my best friend. Yeah. Like literally, <laughs> that's what it is. You know, it's like when I was coming here, her family, my family, they're like, okay, so that's the end. That's- I'll hear from you till. Because we go, we going to have conversations. I know don't hear from you till um I go back to Lagos. I will hear from you till Even my really? my older sister um I talk to her every single hour of every single day. Did you call her to Most of no I did not. You call her? So the it. funny part the is agreements. the moment when I pick, when I picked up Dupe from the airport she was like oh <laughs> and then I was like okay we'll talk to you later bye and she goes Oh wow! So that it, mo. <laughs> Not talking to you for a whole month, and then she called. I haven't spoken to her for like three days because you've been here for yeah. three days now. And literally, she called yesterday. I was like, she called my she phone. Actually called. She called she my called phone. I didn't my pick phone. Up. And then she called her phone, and she was she like, said, "I knew you didn't pick up my call." I and she was upset. was upset, but like you know, but that's just that's just how our family also views our relationship because they know we're like thick or thin, right or die, laugh, beans beautiful. on rice, one and two, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and um. So I guess that's why I'm really excited about this podcast and all that we're going to do and talk about is just, we're going to be really having like honest conversations about life and really like, I guess, base it on um, different topics. So we'll talk mm-hmm. about work, we'll talk about boys, we'll talk about relationships, we'll and talk all about those nicknames money. you give the boys you're talking to, we'll, oh my God. <laughs> we'll talk about, ooh, we'll the ta- nicknames <laughs> girls come up with, oh my God. Oh my we're, defi- God. We're, gonna, we're definitely going to have nicknames on the podcast. So I know. They might know who they are, <laughs> that's their business. <laughs> the, I know, right? Stay tuned, you know? Yeah. And just the craziness of how life be lifing. So it's like we're giving you a... A preview into our friendship into our conversations and you know i'm really excited about this i am too like i said she's an amplified version i'm more calmer so more i think safe. we'll let you guys be the judge of that i think <laughs> i think sometimes i think when we go out i'm lit you're lit too actually uh, eh, i am calm i don't know about all that well you i guys just like really- to enjoy myself like i like to be a soft life baby once in a while I just like to enjoy myself. And I like dancing. You know, when you go out, I just want to go out to dance. Not try to have conversations like some people try to be having conversations in the club. Like, (laughs) what the fuck, yo? I want to dance, not listen to you pitch me talk to me <laughs> pitch to me a business or a st- like so that's that's another thing when when Dupé and I are together we party we party we lit lit yeah. like we have a good time we we just dance vibe it's just good energy around Dupé honestly like love love love, love her to death I you babe I know you do but anyway so we're going to wrap up this podcast our first episode omg life be lifing and um can't wait to hear more from you looking to hoping to get more ideas not necessarily ideas but feedback from you guys um on what you'd also like to hear from us based off of our experiences yeah i mean we don't know it all we would also love to learn from you i would also love to hear about your experiences with your besties or with your friendships dynamic, or how life be life in. I mean, it's a... That's exactly what we want to hear. Yeah, I want to hear how life is life in, because we all learn from different people's experiences. So it's something that we and our audience can also learn from. So I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, exactly. Like she said, so we're going to... So we're, so this is, this is an exciting moment because I swear I've always wanted to do like a project or something. With Jeff, deeper. Deeper. Yeah. So this is really exciting, but you know, we have to give a shout out to the person who's making this happen right now. Jeff! Buddy Jeff, just to show yourself on the camera real quick. Hi! That's Jeff. It's not just Jeff, actually. It's Jeff Lubin. The Jeff Lubin. The Jeff Lubin. The Jeff. Baby boy Lomo. boom, boom how (laughs) mic drop but anyway thank you so much jeff has been amazing he definitely we literally were having a random conversation about this and like he's like let's do it and just set everything up and here we are doing our first episode and stella's here but she went into the room she checked out for a second but shout out to her for coming through as well so we're really excited and we hope um you guys stay tuned subscribe uh what do they say in podcasts is it subscribe? Subscribe. So Life subscribe. To, subscribe to Life Is Life in Podcast with Mo and Mo Mo Squared, and um, we'll see you in the next episode. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Start girl. <clears throat> Mo. All right, we ready? You didn't say that. You, didn't say, you hi, started. hi, hi, everyone. I but I didn't even hear my voice before we started. I just heard music. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> Ew. Hi everyone. Welcome to Laugh is Laughing. No, no, I don't like that. Let's start again. So can we start again? Like let's start start. Like stop. Let's start again. Oh, say hi to the camera. Say hi to the camera. It's not just Jeff actually, it's Jeff Lubin. The Jeff Lubin. The Jeff Lubin. The Jeff Lubin.